Hey everyone, what's going on? I'm Coach Mike and welcome to this episode of the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, so today I am going to answer one of the questions that I get more than probably every other question in regards to the MindFit Method. And the question is so simple, as is the answer, but there's an addition to the answer that's just as important. Um, and that question is, does the MindFit Method work for adults? So the giant question is this, how do we as parents, teachers, school administrators, policymakers, coaches, how do we prepare our kids for a future that doesn't yet exist? All while making them healthier, more creative, more innovative, better problem solvers, and overall successful contributors to society. That is the question and this podcast has the answers. My name is Coach Mike and welcome to the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, so that really is the question. Does the MindFit method work for adults? And amazingly, yes, it does. There is no uh, question about it whatsoever that the MindFit method works just as well for adults as it does for kids. Now, with adults, you may not be diving into the world of STEM there afterwards, but what we are diving into is all of the other things that we have to figure out and problem solve and do as adults. And I mean, look, physical activity is an important part of any healthy lifestyle. It's not only good for your muscles and your bones, it absolutely helps to keep your brain healthy as well. Um, you know, physical activity can improve your cognitive health, uh, which is how you think, how you learn, how you problem solve, um, even how you enjoy, um, you know, an emotional balance in your life. Uh, it improves your, uh, improves your memory, it reduces anxiety, um, it can have a drastic impact on on depression. Um, but remember, you don't have to be like a fitness expert in order to reap the benefits. You don't have to do hours and hours per day of exercise in order to reap the benefits um, in your in your brain and in your mind. Um, and it, it has no impact whatsoever on your age or your fitness level. In fact, there are so many studies that are showing now that um, regular exercise can reduce your risk of cognitive decline. And that includes dementia. So, you know, as we get older, as our metabolism starts to slow down, as things start to hurt more, um, you know, when we do things, it is so important to stay fit and to stay healthy. Um, I find that I'll use myself as an example. As I'm getting older, um, and I'm 47 or 46, going on 47 at this point, um, I'm finding my metabolism is slowing drastically. In fact, I'm to a point now where if I consume more than about 1,850 calories a day, um, I gain weight. Um, even if they're good calories, bad calories, it doesn't matter. I gain weight, um, especially if I reduce my activity level or my exercise level at all. So it is so important just as we get older to keep our bones strong, to keep our muscles strong, um, our joints and our tendons. You know, last year in 2021, I made a goal to run uh, 365 miles for the year, uh, which equates to about a mile a day, but I would do about two and a half miles at a shot. And I loved it. I did closer to 500 miles for the year, which was incredible. Um, but as I'm getting older, boom, I get hit with Achilles tendonitis. So all of a sudden, my running gets drastically reduced and I have to shift. I have to change what I'm doing from an exercise and from a fitness standpoint. Um, but as much as I love the effects on my body of fitness, I love building muscle, I love staying strong, um, there's a huge component for me that it's a form of therapy in a way. Um, I love 
walks. I love runs when I can do them. Um, I love being outside. I like hiking. And again, I know I've talked before about the difference between activity and fitness and making sure you have both in there. So for me, um, exercise is not going on a hike. Uh, to me, that's activity. Exercise is having a specific time where you are doing some type of high-intensity exercise, whether it's lifting, whether it's running, uh, whether it's a, a wad or a workout of the day in the CrossFit world, something to that extent. Um, but you know, making sure that we are, are staying fit and staying healthy as we get older is so important, but it also does have that huge benefit and huge uh, component on your brain. Now, according to Harvard Medical School, exercise helps memory and thinking through both direct and indirect means. Uh, the benefits of exercise come directly from its ability to reduce insulin resistance. Uh, it reduces inflammation. Um, it stimulates the release of growth factors like BDNF, which is brain-derived uh, neurotropic factor, which are their chemicals in the brain that affect the health of brain cells. Um, it affects the growth of new blood vessels in the brain. Um, and even, you know, the abundance and survival of new brain cells, um, indirectly exercise also improves your mood, your sleep, it reduces your stress and your anxiety because a lot of those things are actually what can cause or, or contribute to the cause of cognitive impairment. I mean, look, it is completely reasonable to say that the physiological benefits of acute exercise can prevent brain disorders, um, in later in life if that exercise is performed habitually or chronically. Now think about that for a minute. When we think of a habit, so many times we think of bad habits. When we hear the word chronic, we think of a chronic ailment or a chronic illness. But if we habitually and chronically conduct exercise, purposefully do it on a consistent basis every day, even no matter how small it's done or how little amount of time it's done, it has a positive impact on our brain function. So then why would the MindFit method be so beneficial to adults? And the simple term, the simple reason why is that we are stressed as parents, as teachers, as educators. I mean, we are exposed to amount of stress that is just unbelievable. Um, whether it's a mom, dad, whoever it is, our stress levels are through the roof. And I feel like today, you know, 2022, it feels like stress is just compounded in so many different ways. And our exposure to long-term stress is toxic to many different systems in our body, and it leads to medical concerns uh, like high blood pressure, a weakened immune system, um, you know, along with you know, mental illnesses like anxiety and depression. We do not want a weakened immune system, not in the world of COVID that we live in today. Um, you know, and you add anxiety and depression that, you know, I don't care who you are, everyone faces anxiety, everyone faces depression from time to time. Um, and we have to come up with ways to be able to fight back at that, to, to um, be able to, to compensate for it um, besides just requiring something out of a pill bottle. Uh, we, there's things that we can do to make our body more resilient. And, you know, initially, here's what's funny. The way to deal with one of the ways that you deal with stress is by putting your body under stress, because when you exercise, you put your bodies on, you put your body under stress. But um, you have different uh, neurochemicals, neurofactors that get released when you exercise that are not released during normal stress. But we have to remember that our brain is a muscle; it's a muscle, and when you exercise, even though your body may feel you know more fatigued after the exercise, 
your brain is going to be more alert and more energized after that bout of exercise. I mean, it has been proven that physical activity improves brain functions like memory and cognition both immediately after a workout and in the long term. So this is why, you know, as we become a society that is more and more dependent upon technology, we have to do less and less. Um, I actually wrote in the book about how I remember two things that I felt really started to uh, reduce our um, simple things that we did was the first one was the TV remote. So if the TV wasn't enough to make us sit on our butts for long amounts of time and do nothing, the TV remote made it even worse because now we didn't even have to get up to change the channel. And, you know, I remember growing up as a kid, we had a huge double garage door and the thing was heavy. It was made of wood. It weighed a ton, but we didn't have a garage door opener. So when we got home, someone had to get out, take the key, unlock the garage door, lift the garage door up. Again, something small, but if you're doing that two or three times a day, that's a little bit of exercise that you're doing. Garage door openers took all of that away. So although those things are, are tiny, you know, remote controls and garage door openers, which actually is another version of a remote control, um, although those things are small, as we continue to just chip away at the activity and the exercise that we do, because technology is allowing us to do that, it's just getting worse and worse. Now, one of the reasons that I really like functional exercise specifically is because you're using your entire body. So instead of, let's say, just doing dumbbell curls where you're just working your biceps for the most part at that moment, doing functional uh, movements like burpees, like cleans, like um, you know box jumps, things that require both your ability to lift or move something um, at, a at a consistent pace as well as a skill in which you're being able to have learned to do something or to jump onto a box, a skill that is required to jump up on a 12, a 16, a 20-inch or a 24 or even a 30-inch box. Um, when you combine those, uh, both the exercise and some type of skill together, there's a lot of studies now that are showing that it actually benefits the white and gray matter in the brain, which leads to, over, to that overall enhancement of the cognitive processes like thinking, memory, attention span, and perception. Um, and here's another fascinating thing, because a lot of studies are just being done on this now, but movement can also improve cognitive regulation. So cognitive regulation is really our ability to ignore distractions and to multitask. Now, ladies, don't tell us that, that men can't multitask. We really can, or at least we really try. But um, it allows us to multitask. And there isn't a ton of research on this yet, but we really are thinking that um, based on the research that you know this type of exercise is going to allow us to remove distractions. And between social media, technology, I mean, just everything that goes on around us today, distractions are absolutely everywhere. So if there's anything that I can do to be able to regulate or to control the distractions are in, that are in my life, I need to be able to do it because I am extremely easily distracted. And additionally, as we age, you know, exercise helps us maintain our cognitive abilities. There's a lot of studies that show that physically active uh, people perform much better than sedentary people um, on cognitive tests that include, you know, reasoning, vocabulary, memory, reaction time, um, you know, and it's it's a known fact that exercise can prevent memory-related diseases like Alzheimer's. Um, it, it helps to increase the your brain's ability to create new neurons. This is called neurogenesis. 
And in the past, it was believed that neurogenesis could only occur um, in children. So, you know, when you were young, you had the ability to create new brain cells, but once you hit a certain age, you could not um, do that anymore. But now they're showing that adult hippocampal neurogenesis is, is increased by exercise. Um, and there's a lot of research that, that's really showing this. So everything that's inside of the MindFit method that we can use to help kids focus better, be more creative, be more innovative, um, solve problems better, um, we are able to do as adults. And think about it, in our jobs, in our daily lives, whether we're trying to pay our bills and manage our checkbooks um, on you know money coming in and money going out and all the distractions of life around us, if we can mitigate some of those distractions, if we can mitigate some of the uh, effects that aging is going to have on us as adults through exercise, wouldn't it be worth it? I mean, we are always exercising as a reactive um, movement to something. So we gain weight, we exercise. A doctor tells us that we need to um, start exercising because we're not healthy and our cardiovascular system or our respiratory system needs it, we start exercising. Um, we're going to get to a point where neurologists are going to start we're going to start meeting with neurologists. They're going to say, well, you're going to continue to lose your mind, as I say all the time, oh my gosh, I've lost my mind, um, if we, and their prescription for it is going to be exercise. Um, we can do this. And you know what? Yes, it is recommended that you do 150 minutes or 2.5 hours of exercise per week, right? And that's of moderate exercise. Um, it's really not that long. It's not that long. If you're doing 30 minutes a day, right? Uh, 30 minutes a day times five days a week, there's your 150 minutes. But I'll leave you guys with this. I know it can be difficult to fit exercise into a day. The easiest ways to do it are number one, if you can do it at home without a whole lot of equipment and you're doing body weight stuff, um, you don't even have to leave your house. You don't have to get into the perfect outfit. You don't need the perfect workout. You don't need the perfect um, anything in order to get that done. So that's number one. Number two, keep it small. My average workouts run about 20 minutes a day. Um, I don't often have the time to do a 30, 40 minute workout. As much as I'd love to, because I actually enjoy and I love working out, I don't always have the time to do it. Um, as well as don't forget the activity side as well. So get your workouts in, but be active as well. Take the stairs at work. Go for a walk at lunch. Do things that you can do to keep your body moving. Because as we just kind of went over, every time you're working your body, right, through exercise, you are also working your mind. You're exercising your brain. And if we are going to continue to be as crazed as we are on a daily basis with all of the outside distractions that we have, we need every edge that we can get to be able to continue to move forward and be successful. This world of mind fit for adults honestly is asked of me so often and I think it's so important that I'm actually writing a second book um, about this and how you can utilize this to reach your goals and to be able to get you to the world that you want to live in, the, the person you want to be. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who may need it. Um, post it on your social media, tag me in it. Um, I love the fact that every time we get the opportunity to share our message with other listeners or other viewers, um, it has the potential to help a child, a family, a parent who's really struggling uh, because that's the world that we live in today. So thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, take care.